Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix book club. Uh, I'm Dennis Rooney. I'm here alone today. Not really, but uh, Stephen McDonald is not here. He's away on uh, on work. So uh, I got sitting in. Two good friends of mine, two stand-up comedians. Before I even talk about them, though, please follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Twitter, Netflix Book Club, like the Facebook page, all that bullshit. Uh, anyway, this week I got stand-up comedian, wrestler, Dan Barry. Oh, hey. Hey. Super excited to be here. Yes. And also, of course, some known in some circles known as I got I gotta say it. I can't not say it. The funniest man is it in the northeast or the east coast? Just the east coast. Just the east the coast. The northeast would be a little small. That's a little yeah. regional. The coast goes in like a couple miles and then they cut it off. I think but it's from Florida up to the tip, whatever yeah, that's no. but only on the beach. Only on the beaches <laughs> of those. Stand up comedian John Ziegler. He won a contest like two years ago. That's why funniest comedian on the East Coast, and you'll never live that down. Yeah, I think it's expired. It's been like two years. Does it expire? Yeah, no. now they probably gave the crown to somebody No, else, they right? did. That was the last year they did the contest. <laughs> it was the last year? <laughs> so he's so the I final funniest. I they basically were like, no, 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 we got it. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, I guess once they found you, well, I keep going, They were right? like, we're done. This yeah, is it. Yeah. It's not like if you're like Miss Universe, you just suddenly... It's like you're suddenly no longer Miss Universe. Yeah, like you're, you still, you're, still you're like always Miss Universe, Yeah, you're right? so funniest comic. You'll always have that sash and that crown. Yeah. So you guys were kind enough to come on and uh, watch this movie, which this is a rare occasion because usually the guest will pick. I got to pick the movie. I got to pick this movie. So I'm going to ask myself these questions. The movie I picked was They Look Like People. It was put out in 2015. It's kind of like an indie drama suspense, kind of a horror film. It's written and directed by Perry Blackshear. Uh, there's some kind of unknown actors in it who I think did a great job. The movie is about <clears throat> this young guy goes to visit another young friend of his in New York. He kind of drops in, winds up staying with him for a couple days, and uh, this guy, Wyatt, is convinced that people around him are being kind of taken over, kind of like a body snatcher situation where they're being taken over by evil demons and spirits, and there's a war coming very soon that Wyatt's going to be a part of, and basically he's losing his mind. But is he losing his mind, or is this really happening around him? You get to you get to watch the movie and explore that concept. Um, I picked this movie because honestly, every once in a while I'll just see a movie based on the art, like whatever that box is on Netflix. And this one was pretty good. It was just they look like people, which I thought was a good name. <laughs> Seemed kind of scary. Had four out of five stars for me. Checked out Rotten Tomatoes, eighty eight percent. I was like, why not watch this movie? Plus, it was also an hour and. I think 15 minutes. So I was like, you guys were kind enough to come on. Let's keep it easy breezy for you guys. Yeah, but, if you're uh, going to pick a movie, yeah. it's got to be short. Something easy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I got to say, though, I like this movie a lot. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was low budget. It was well paced. It was cool. I, I'm not interested in what I have to say, though. I'm more interested in whether you guys liked it. Here's my I – I think Dan Barry might like it. I don't think Ziegler will. So let's start with you, Dan Barry. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Stream it, don't stream it. What do you got? Uh, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Any reason why? <laughs> uh, it's hard to to really get into a movie when you first see two characters on screen and you genuinely don't like them. You just so the opening scene where they're just two people laying in bed and you just because because not, not even uh, forget the opening scene but like the first interaction where you hear people speaking, 
you just generally like who talks like that like that was a minute the first i was like okay i don't know if i like this okay we're gonna get into that that sounds like it's more you than the movie john ziegler i I did not like the movie uh, at at all (laughs) (laughs) but but i disagree with dan on one thing the one thing i did think was good about the movies i thought uh unknown actors i never saw Mm. any of them the four people i think which is the entire ensemble of the movie it's like four people in the movie um i thought the acting was really good i'm not commenting on the acting but I, I want to make that uh, point clear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but even so the dialogue, though. I thought the dialogue was kind of real. I thought it was a very realistic film. It was a good depiction of actual people. That's, what, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I you guys hang in, out with. I wasn't interested in them, but when they were just talking or I, having I was, interactions, I, I thought it felt thought it real. Re- <laughs> I thought it felt real. Like just it wasn't, people you didn't give a shit about, just, Yeah, like it was real conversation by two people I can care less about. All right, this is fantastic. I love it when uh, I'm the only one who likes the movie. So we're going to hit a break right now. We'll be back in a minute with uh, spoilers and discussion. We'll be right back. You are a mountain. You are a hundred miles high. All that your enemies place in your way. Betrayal, lies, poison. You devour and become stronger. You are invincible. Those that try to hurt you will turn silent and will bow down. But what can people do to hurt a mountain? And we're back. Okay. All right. I don't know where to start because, <laughs> see, I kind of are you coming? Are you coming from the place? Because this is set in New York, outside of New York. I know for a fact it was filmed around Brooklyn because there's. Uh, you can tell by looking at you it. You can it's tell filmed, it's, yeah. it's filmed in Brooklyn. You can like pick out the, the is, landmark. Is that what it was though? Or are you like look at these hipsters with this guy no, working at some startup or some shit? I am legitimately I, okay. So I, I'm very judgmental because whatever. But right. I, I, when you're speaking to them or you hear them speaking or talking, whatever, there's always. You always feel like one, you're in the middle of one of their weirdest conversations these two have ever had, and two, neither one of them wants to talk, and they're all waiting for. Oh, oh, you, oh me, oh, okay, uh, and they just start talking. That is true. They lean on the awkward. Yeah, quiet, like they, these guys are awkward. Bro- you know, they lean on that a little heavy, but I don't know. I guess that's not very realistic. But other parts I felt were very. Th- very no, no, realistic. there, there are there are moments where I'm okay with it, but I never. I never felt for the protagonist. At no point during that movie was I like, now, man, I hope. who's the protagonist, though? There's a question. Uh, Christian is the name of the guy who's all about being manly, which was a weird... He was kind of an annoying character at times. Exactly. He was. That, I think he was one of my bigger points. I think the guy, Wyatt, I think he, his facial expressions, I think uh, the way he handled himself in conversations, like he was in on a secret and he couldn't talk about it, I think he played that very well. Uh-huh. Christian is really a very annoying individual because for somebody who I understand that the character itself was somebody who at one point was either bullied on or whatever. It's very, very yeah. small, very weak. They, the story does that very well of revealing throughout the movie little bits at a time. And then you really get to know who these people Here are. Here was my thing. That was a lot. Uh, they spent a lot of time on the, these backstories almost. Yeah. The, the character development. For, uh, kind of for nothing. That's what I it's felt. It's just like. for character development. It like it has nothing to do with the story, really. Yeah, I think a you lot know. of it. With the, a lot of the movie was telling you who these people are, so that you can get to the end. Yeah, yeah. for an eighty-minute film, there was a lot of background information there that I'm like, do I need this information? Yeah. Is yeah. this gonna come I back li- around? I liked all the background information. I like that, but I'll say this: some scenes, especially 
a lot of these, you know, super awkward scenes that we're talking about here, they go on a little too long. Which is strange because it's already a short movie. You know what I mean? But like, I, I'm looking at it like there's okay. So I pay attention to a lot of things in the movie, and I think that I understand the idea of no music. I think the idea of mu- no music is is was there no music at all no in the music. film? Uh, the wow, re- I didn't even I notice, didn't notice yeah. that. Either. I I pay attention to things like that because Ziegler was falling asleep. <laughs> 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 because the, the, the cool thing about about what they did was you had these subtle moments where he starts to hear like the bugs and like the wind and like yeah. that's what changes his idea of what's occurring in the actual sound real world. is huge in this sound film. is huge but then there are moments when they're talking and the sound is completely fucking weird and it doesn't match what's going on in the scene where like they're playing basketball oh. and you hear the one guy is like obviously in the court like playing basketball and it goes to him and he's obviously right next to a studio microphone. Yeah, but I attribute that to just being low budget. But film, no, you know but I mean, mean, but if you're gonna here's my thing: if you're gonna take everything that you're doing with like no music and then having those subtle noises start coming in, so you have to really pay attention to the sound of what's going on. You, the minute you start doing that and being like, "This is how deep we're gonna get with sound." Your audio has to be okay for the entire movie. That's I mean, I, it didn't I, take I, me out of it. Uh, John, are these the same complaints? That no, you have? I no. think John hated it from the get-go. So it's a little different. No, I, I, gave like it, I gave it a fair shot. I just, it just. Dan Barry, I feel like in. very technically frustrated with the film. Where I, I feel like as you were just story and plot, you were like, yeah, I don't like the, care. The, I didn't notice the lack of music. I noticed, I you know, notice the sound of the flies. That was basically the flies is like the Jaws music. It's the dun dun. You know something's going down here. That's what he's done to. I didn't notice that. I didn't either. Three quarters through the film, I was like, wait a minute, these flies keep showing up. Instantly, I noticed that. Yeah. Well, because of the opening scene, you have a bit of a background in film and yeah, yeah. I was a television producer. I've worked on movies. Maybe that. Maybe that's. That's why. There's a lot. I mean, I'm gonna say there is a lot of like me behind the camera stuff going like, oh come on. Like, is Do you find yourself often picking apart movies, though? Like, yeah. you have a hard time enjoying just enjoying no. a film. No, 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 no. I like, um, you know, I, I go to the movie expecting what the movie's supposed to be. So even like, you know, if you watch a movie three hundred, three hundred is really yeah, but a movie a like movie. this. You don't know. You have no idea. Going you have no in. idea what's going on, but you know it's an artistic film just from the opening shot. I wouldn't call this an artistic that film. That film, no, 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 no. I think they, Arti- tri- I think no, they I mean, tried. Ar- I think they tried to shot. be. Yeah, I think it's artistically shot. I think it tells a compelling. <coughs> it tells a compelling story. I mean, it's art, but it's not like an art house film. That's no, what no, I mean. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not referring to it as like you know running water falling out of a faucet with you know that type of stuff. I'm thinking of it as the way they shot it was. It was shot very beautifully. I think there's a lot of great shots. That opening shot, for the record, is like a not like a nightmare I have. But if, like you've ever been in bed with a girl that you've never like really talked to, and you don't know if they're looking at you. Now we're starting to get it, Ziegler. This movie made you uncomfortable from go because you were like, "This is my nightmare." No, I I, so I wrote notes. I would I wrote notes on this exact yeah, movie because I'm like, I wanna out. I wanna make sure I got this right. And say read, this to Ziegler. John Ziegler, read the first sentence I wrote. <laughs> uh, opening shot. That. Yeah. Opening shot is something I think about. When I sleep with a stranger, are they watching me? <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I remember. Because you ever, you ever like, <laughs> are they watching me? Yeah, it's it's that moment we like. Obviously, um, okay. So if you're obviously if you haven't seen this, you don't know what I'm talking about. But there's like they have the light, the backlight. No, at this point, they've seen the movie. They're, okay, everyone's seen the movie. So they have the backlight, so you don't see the face in the yeah. first shot. And you know something fucked up's happening there. Like you can, like you know, because you're in the movie and you can see his face. He's really uncomfortable. Uh, but that that moment where you're looking at somebody, you don't know if they're actually looking at you. <laughs> it's like something that I legitimately die terrifies me. Ziegler, have you ever had this thought? 
Yeah, I have that with people. I've been in relationships with people for years. I've had that. <laughs> I hope they're not looking at me because I'm about to stands. leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's a like, constant state of paranoia. Of like, do they like, see me? Oh, they no, you never had. I mean, have you ever had? A I've never. No, I've never. I've never been in bed with a girl like you know, like twilight hours, and been like, is she looking? Well, uh, I usually am like, she probably thinks I'm looking at her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, think. this girl thinks I'm staring at her. Well, you ever, be, you ever stare at a girl while you're both, like, while she's asleep? Yeah. Like, if she woke up right now, I'm a, I'm a fucking creep. Like, yeah. I'm, cra- I'm a crazy person. You're never, you're never really thinking about, like, you're not, like, staring at her, like, what's she doing right now? Like, a lot of times you're just staring because you're, like, thinking about something else. Like, oh, she like, sees me right now. Yeah, it's, like, 33% of your vision. That's <laughs> yeah. why. Um, do, you think, do you think that uh, him and the wife leaving each other had something to do with his mental illness yes which is i guess that's the big reveal at the end right is that it's he's crazy it's not really happening which which was the weirdest (coughs) thing about that movie because i really felt like it should have built up to like i felt like it was the original story it was building up to at the end was going to reveal that he wasn't as crazy as you thought you know what I mean? Like, uh, no, this might be like a stereotypical movie trope that i'm like in my head that's in my head right now no i know exactly because i'm I'm a fan of this like genre of films. They just mm-hmm. don't make many of them that are very good. Yeah. They're like rare gem, like rare a thriller. Fun. You mean right? a thriller, a psychological, yeah, kind of. Suspense. I consider this that a rare kind gem. of. Um, yeah. I don't know if you call it a horror or whatever. A thriller, I psychological. Yeah. I enjoy those kind of movies, but the payoff is always weak in those movies. It's so hard to end like any movie and something like this, especially where the whole thing is building up. Yeah, and it turned out to be for me the American Psycho kind of is he really killing all these people or well, is this part of his well, that's the thing. demented it, imagination and I've seen the storyline 50 times already right well there's always there's only gonna be two endings like ever there's gonna be the ambiguous one where it's like yes or no we don't know it's gonna yeah, be the credits pop be, up and you're like is that yeah, it is that it which it's I was gonna, afraid it was gonna be <laughs> the top spinning in inception you know <laughs> and, ah! But or there's the one where they put a nice bow on it and they clean it up nice and you know what this one was clean it up nice and in my opinion too nice my biggest problem with the film is the ending. I really like this film, but it's just too clean of a break. I think that 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 Christian like is way too forgiving. Like I don't have a single <laughs> yeah, I don't have a patience. single friend who'd be like, "Oh, you're you're batshit crazy." Well, I'll tell you what, you can you can ball <laughs> gag me and tie me to a chair <laughs> and I'll just sit here with a with a paper bag and say, like if the movie, I feel like if the movie was told the perspective of like Christian, it would have uh-huh. been such a more interesting movie. The movie was just him and his uh, to-be girlfriend, like, bitching. He's just bitching about this new roommate he has, basically. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, so there I was, and he has a fucking axe on my table. I mean, I have to watch him. The guy's obviously crazy. And I don't even know if the moral at the end is that they helped each other. That's what yeah. it was. That's what I feel like, like you don't was. get... You don't go through like a, a trust fall and get over like a <laughs> That's paranoid what that was, schizophrenia. Right? He's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good now. Yeah. It yeah. Was and just, the other yeah. friend overcame his uh, his, his being pussy, a pussy lifestyle. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, I manned really up. Get I was like, I was like, wait a minute. So you thought you weren't just doing this to try and like help your friend, and because you were kind of like playing along, you were doing this because you were like, my friend's crazy. This is a life or death situation. I'm about to put myself in. Let's go for it. Yeah. I'm, yeah, jump I off, think, I'm jumping off the high board. I think yeah. he. The, so the I, the way I interpreted it, I could be whatever. Uh, is he used to be this big pussy, and now he's like muscled himself up. But then it got to a point where he was overcompensating, which is why he got fired because everyone thinks he's an asshole. Which no, is that he didn't get fired because he was overcompensating. Look at that post-it. Yeah, but the po- clearly everyone's that was just people in the office didn't like him. Yeah, which yeah. the post-it, by the way, got me thinking a lot because we admit that all right, this character is annoying, but he's later on you find out, found out that he either lost a baby or he like you know something happened there yeah. where he thought he was gonna be dead, and now he lost his wife. You know, times are hard. 
I, I fell for this dude a little bit. The post-it notes, you know what I mean, of like, be a man, be serious, and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, you kind of feel for him a little bit because he's annoying, but he's not a bad person. He's trying. He's trying his best to be like this. A but cool then, guy, you, but kinda. then when you read, and then you see that post-it. The poster was like you dominating asshole, and yeah. it's like, so you're overcompensating for being a piece of shit, and now he's like, best, but Peter back is that fucking kill me. Yeah, let's do this. Here's shit. the like, thing though, that post-it note said like, yeah, thanks for dominating asshole. Signed everyone. But here's the thing. There's no way everyone signed off on that thing. <laughs> everyone put one letter on it. I can no, tell. No, <laughs> same handwriting. I, I, I paused it. I thought that was a little bit of bullshit. That could be one person in the office who like has it out for Christian. You know, Imagine it's that, that girl Mara. She just like wrote it on the She like, did it. Fuck you. Yeah, and what was her point? She was like, maybe good news for you on Friday. And then it's like, you're getting fired. Yeah, that was a weird... Even their dynamic was weird. The movie yeah. is a series of awkward interactions. Nobody has like just like a normal. Mm, okay, like right. we're okay as comics, we're weird people. We're all really weird people. When I saw John, today, I was like, "What's up, man? Hey, do you have a dollar? I just want to grab a drink." He's like, "Yeah, hold on, let me finish writing this email." At no point was there like a oh, I, um uh. <sighs> So yeah, uh, er, I knew I brought my axe out for something. Yeah, like there's no that line was really forced. Yeah. but it, it was appropriate though, I guess, because it's supposed to feel forced, and yeah. then Christian doesn't laugh and shit. But yeah. um, but yeah, that ending is just too clean. I needed the ambiguous. I wanted like when they were hugging, I wanted uh, Christian's eyes to like go over white. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted. Something. Yeah, I was looking something. for you some... wanted a turn yeah. or or I wanted white. Eyes to go over. Somebody's eyes to yeah, go over. Yeah, somebody had to go over. And, like, by the way, Ziegler. First of all, I was thinking of uh, Ziegler a lot during this movie because of that aspect of, like, who's got these friends that are like, yeah, you could stay with me off the cuff for a couple days, even though we haven't seen each yeah, other. Ziegler's not like anybody. He doesn't like anybody in his life. So I mean, <laughs> Ziegler would have walked right past this dude on the sidewalk. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, man. Oh, yeah, we used to be best friends. Oh, good to see you. I'm like, still upset about the dollar. I had to get Dan Barry. <laughs> 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 he's gonna say, "Someone to get that back." Or we just so gonna... was that like? <coughs> <coughs> oh my god! You know, it was some weird backstories. Like uh, they try to establish that what's the girl's name? Mara. 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 She's very like, all right. Cute. She yeah. She knows jujitsu. She can defend herself. They use it a little bit, but there was there was a lot of build up to how she knows. Like we we get it. You know martial arts. Well, that was like her whole personality type was so type A, and then they'd lean on the judo thing, especially in the cutscenes where it's like she's like showing him how she knows judo, which is a, a waste of a move. Yeah, she and she's showing that she's so choking him out. Wait, what do you mean a waste for of a move? movie that is only an hour and twenty minutes? I mean. They had to trim a, a lot of fat off of it to make it a good movie for me, and that was part of it. Like, what was a judo for? To I show that she could punch somebody in the face later. Yeah. She choked him out. He you, choked her out. You don't out. need to <laughs> even do that. You could well, she also could just punch. You know what though, too though, is that. And this caught me off guard. Even though we know this is like a powerful, strong girl, when she's in the basement with him and she goes, get out of my way before I hurt you. I was like, oh, my God. Like, she delivered that line really good. He reacts the same way I reacted in my living room watching. I was like, oh, get out of the way. Like, she's going to. I feel like, I feel like. I don't think it was a waste. I mean, it was a little, it was a bit much. It was, like I said earlier, some scenes go on that a little bit too long. It's gratuitous. Like, a little gratuitous. And we're, oh, we're going to walk through the park. Okay, now I'm going to show you a rear naked choke. What? <laughs> that didn't bother me. No, but, but, no, but, but then, he, then he did like, one. They both did it. it yeah, was but like, my, it was my point is, my point is, is it's it's a scene where well, she calls him a pussy. That's more of the character development. I feel like if she had just mentioned like, oh, I've been doing judo, mm -hmm. like that whole scene is gone. You don't need it. It's a waste of a scene. It's just a scene inserted in there, which I it made me feel like the movie was what's supposed to be a short film, and then they tried to make it a full length feature. Well, I mean, it definitely could have been that way because it was a. 
the Slam Dance Film Festival 2015. I think it won the jury prize. But like, mm. I mean, again, clearly this is a low budget film. This is probably this person's first film. Again, Perry Blackshear, written and directed by him. It's only starring four people. It's a lot of the same sets. You know what I mean? It looks like a lot of these things were shot really early in the morning. They're shot so, the same day. I and that was my thing with I the dialogue. Yeah, that was my thing with the dialogue. Like when you watch a Tarantino film that could be four hours long, uh-huh. there's a lot of dialogue in there that is not relevant, but it's yeah. usually very you're hanging inter- on. Though. Yeah, you're into yeah, you're the dialogue, into the which doesn't need to be part of the movie, but it's just some random obscure. But that's it's, why we that's, watch it's it. It's Tarantino. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think this guy, the the whoever wrote the screenplay, was was trying to do that. Like this dialogue was supposed to be engaging in some way, and I'm like, it's not. I think he, I think you tried to create like a unique version of the story we've all heard, you know, where it's like what story? The story of like I'm the only one who knows what's going on uh, and nobody else yeah. does. Is it real and he told the and he told the story from the perspective <laughs> of like no 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 this guy is batshit and he, it's a different. Well, let me. Did you guys know one way or the other? I could tell pretty early this probably getting a bull is being batshit. Yeah, but probably though you never. But, like, no, I didn't know because I kind of hate that when people say that like I knew from the get go that he was definitely gonna no. Be this insane. isn't it's six like, no, stuff. you didn't. This yeah. is, no, because that's the obvious. It's yeah, I think to, yeah. that I think that at the end, like I, I believe that seventy five percent of me was like they're gonna end it with him being crazy because mm. you just it's so set up that there's no. I mean. I I didn't feel like like he had the behaviors of somebody who was crazy. <laughs> like he just it just came off that. He kind of did, yeah. He. So who was he talking to in the park? Was that a therapist? That I didn't really get until later. <laughs> Apparently, that was just because like out of his way to explain yeah. to the therapist, I'm not a schizophrenic. Like, uh, hey man, like I'm gonna go meet my psychiatrist. Where? Oh, I'm gonna feed ducks with them. No, no park. one does that. Like no one. Is well, he's probably. I mean, actually, I wouldn't say he's probably broke. I mean, this guy's going out and buying power tools left and right. <laughs> yeah, he had a I mean? nail gun that he jury rigged <laughs> to make a, an actual projectile. <laughs> Maybe. Oh wait, you know what? Maybe that was the family friend though. That could make a lot of sense. Because it's like a half lie then, where he later says he's like, I was out to see a family friend. No, because he, he, he was, be a family everything friend he was saying like was like riddled health. with bullshit. Like he was riddling yeah. everything with lies. I also think that it's weird that like every morning it was like nothing had happened the night before. What do you Does mean? that make sense? Like when the guy wakes up and like looks out the window and sees him on the phone, next day he's like, yeah, I made some jam. Like he's just like this stupid, <laughs> like nobody, like is it like, like the night before, the night before when, when, when Mara leaves, like, and they have that whole, like, I went to go get tea and like suddenly like he, you know, the thing in the basement, everything happens. He mm-hmm. tells him like, there's this war going on. He has this whole entire story with him. They go to sleep, wake up next morning yeah. and the guy's singing the song. And That's it's like, true. it's like, oh, this, we're back to, back to square one. And then they have to re-enter. Like, this isn't the beginning of another episode of a show. This is, you know what I mean? Like, I, I do, I do know what you mean. And especially on that part. Yes. I did think there should have been a big conversation over breakfast that next morning, like immediately. You know what I mean? First of all, well, I wouldn't have fallen asleep. I, well, you're not going to yeah, sleep in an air mattress. There's a guy, guy who just told you like, look, man, there's, there's these people that are being possessed and I'm the only one who can see them. It's like, <laughs> you're fucking crazy. You're a crazy person. One time I was walking, um, between the railroad tracks, like on a ledge, like, you know, like the Long Island Railroad or like the subway, same thing, like a big ledge. And the, there was a person on my left, and I was walking with this guy, and he told me that he had taken mushrooms over 200 times, and I immediately got on his left side. Because you, you don't fuck around yeah. with crazy like no, that. You, you know don't. what I mean? At no point, like, I, look, my best friend, I've known my best friend my entire life. Like, uh-huh. 33 years, I've known this kid. If he was ever like, there's a... People are possessed by demons. I'd be like, "Oh, you're crazy!" And I tranquilize him and take him to a hospital. Like that would be the end of it. Like, What's the craziest thing like a friend has ever came to you and told you? I was also thinking about you hitting your head recently, John, while watching this movie. Because I was like, if I got a call like I hit my head and I'm bleeding, like, I'd be like, "Are you really though?" I'd be like, "Are you fucking with me?" 
Yeah, backstory is that John Ziegler got lightheaded, collapsed, and hit his head. In the yeah, ground. I didn't wake up with an alternate personality. <laughs> yeah, that's like. true. <laughs> you woke up with a headache. Ha cha cha cha. Have you noticed any changes <laughs> in yourself? Uh, no, no. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately there no. was. Uh, <laughs> I had a store. I was in Florida, and I was hanging out with a friend of mine. And there was this like weird dude that showed up that was friends with the guy I was friends with. I didn't really like him. It was weird. Uh, I looked at him, and he was wearing a Star Wars shirt. And I was like, hey, man, cool shirt. Like, you know, trying to make like some, yeah. trying to figure out what this guy's about. And he, his exact first sentence, I swear to God, first sentence was, yeah, hey, I like your shoes. I used to have the same ones. I lost them when I was running from the cops one time. I ran to a Walmart to buy new ones. But that's actually where I got this shirt. I was like, okay. I never, I left immediately. <laughs> like, at no point was I going to continue to hang out with this individual. That was low-level crazy, but you could smell it. Yeah, I was like, right oh, no, no, this, this dude, I don't care what, what he does. Like, this guy might just, like, steal somebody's french fries at a store one day, like, at a restaurant one day, and, like, that's enough for me to be like, okay, I'm done with this Right. I uh, See, my problem is I could see myself totally um, placating a friend who came to me like that and was like, I think... There's demons inhabiting people. Because you, you use it for, like, material. No. <laughs> you would just like, write this I've shit. said this before. Like, I'm ready. I think I could be swayed, like, if. Well, I would if it was at the diner, not if he was on my air mattress. Like, right. In my bed. This is different. I, if <laughs> I could leave and then, like, come <laughs> go back and, like, reevaluate my witnesses, thoughts. I'm good. Hey, man, no, he keeps leaving my. First, and all those, the other thing, two adults, he has a living room with a couch. Why is this dude sleeping in your bedroom? That's a good point. <laughs> like, That's a very good point. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, it's it's for the, you know, the being able to see things. Like, I understand. This and also, I don't know if you noticed, but he gets calls on both phones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because Which, by the way, and, like, the phones aren't even ringing, though. No, you know they're not. I mean? they're and not that's the point. Up. And that's, you know, a bit of a, it's a bit of a <clears throat> showing Yeah, you start to crazy. figure it out. But then you also start to think, well, we're talking about demons here. It's so true. if we're if we are if we are going down that road where the demons are real, there could be you know this helper person could be some sort of supernatural yeah. shit. They just possess the phone. But yeah, you live in Brooklyn. Uh huh. Okay. Do you have access to your basement? <laughs> no. All right. Here's where this guy lived though. Here's this guy lived somewhere in Ridgewood. I think he lived in a house, and that was the other crazy thing too. Is that oh, his apartment because like he, he had the doorbell and the oh, whole yeah, buzz thing in. But he had. Well, didn't he have two floors and access to the basement? No. He, I mean, I get, but like. At what point you look at that railroad style apartment that he lived in? Because yeah, you can tell right. by the way it walked through; it's a yeah. railroad style. You don't get access to a basement. No one gives you access. I mean, again, not ruining the movie for me. I can get over. Yeah, those no. are these are little ones for <laughs> me. No, but like even then, it's just like, wait, what? And then he duct tapes a Swiss Army knife. Like this guy's getting ready for what is the quote unquote apocalypse, and he's right. like, you know what? I should duct tape a Swiss Army knife underneath this table. Never got back to that Swiss Army knife. No, he just put it there. Too. I thought it was gonna be the thing that accidentally killed. That's right. I almost mean, forgot about it. It you was kinda, early in the film. I think he should have killed Christian. I think at the end of the movie. He should yeah. believe Christian was Something. paralyzed and killed him with the Swiss Army knife. And that's how he finds out. And that's out. how he finds out he's crazy. That would have made a strong ending. That would have made a yeah. real strong ending. Like, you just realize. Like, but then Christian doesn't get over his fear of death. Well, he got over it. He goes, look, we man, I'm with you. I feel a little bad for That Christian. would have been a better ending if he pulls that brown bag yeah. off his head and he still has the gag in his mouth. That he kind of saw on the floor and he realizes that he's yeah like he thinks right, he's turning yeah, yeah. into a monster he, he stabs him pulls the thing and realizes like oh I was a monster I was hallucinating I'm hallucinating Oops. that's a far more dramatic like sure Kristen doesn't come to terms with what's going on like he faces fear but he did face his fear and it got him killed well there's <laughs> also a lot of, I mean this isn't a happy ending either because we have to assume that um, what's his name Wyatt said that he just ran from Mara but that's her car he he stole her car right. Was well, it Harkar? Was that Harkar? I, I don't think, think it was so. his car. Because there was like a kid's car? blanket in there. There was like homework in there. I think he stole like a, oh, I thought a it was family like work sedan. Stuff. Oh, I thought it was like Mara's work stuff. No, I, if it was Mara's work stuff, I think, again, that would also be like... 
a little more a heavy. far more interesting way for that story to go. Yeah, I feel like you're being a little harsh on the movie. I like no, it. because I think there's all, first of all, there's way too many coincidences where you're just like, okay, why are you doing this? Like, I have a dude staying in my apartment. Okay, sleep in my bedroom with me in an air mattress. No. Too many forced situations. Yeah, like there's too many. Awkward. It was a very cliche movie. Even when he does, he takes the phone call. How come with the demon voice? Like, if they're demons, they all just have the, the deep throat the, water gate. The voice changer yeah, the voice changer. I'm like, that's what you got, <laughs> The demon? Matrix voice changer <laughs> yeah, thing? You got, you know. I like that it went to Mara Only afterwards. You can see I think he's not a friend. I'm like, this is the worst. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Don't I look them in the it. eyes. Don't, don't, don't look them in the eyes. I'm like, that's such a schizophrenic. That is a schizophrenic. Like, don't look yeah. directly at somebody. I, you know, and there's elements where the guy in the subway where he's, like, looking at him and it's making you think, yeah, like, was true. this thing real? And I thought there was a lot of cool elements to it. But then on the same token, there's so many, like, Things that could have made this movie so much better. Maybe I mean again, my big I, I'm not a huge fan of the ending. I I think that uh, you I know, agree with you now. I think to where like the ending. If I saw the ending, I'd be like, oh man, like, yeah, it was crazy. But then, he, but you know what? If that happened too, I might be sitting here saying it was a little cliche. Like, of course he killed his friend, and then he's crazy. But I but that to me it's like I don't like okay. So he's, he said that he left Mary and he like ran away from her to come here, and then the guy. Who literally just heard his friend describe to him like, "Oh, I think there's an undead apocalypse. There's like a, a demon apocalypse coming at six, at six o'clock after I hear three strokes of thunder." He's just like, "Oh, you just left there. All right, well then let's go downstairs. You can bong get bound and gag me." Like, what? what? Had a li- I had a little trouble dealing with that, but I rationalized it by he just lost his job and he's just super like. I I thought he was like drunk. he's in the bot like he's in the pit. He, he oh yeah, he's he, drunk. Yeah, he yeah. played yeah. a drunk to me. That's he became I, 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 a drunk, and I I'm. I'm looking at it. I'm going, yeah. But then when he says yes, he's not noticeably different or noticeably less sober than he was earlier. He yeah. just took the swig and then went downstairs. Like, oh, he must be inebriated now. Like, now he's inebriated. Like even then, like even drunk me, he's not going. Like, you know what? Yeah, bound and gag me, man. Yeah, yeah, just do this shit. I'm in. Like, I, you know, maybe it's my. I'm looking at it as if I were a Christian and how I would assess the situation, which right. is not how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to look at it from the eyes of the character. Well, that's but the, yeah. I, I can't. There's too many things where it's like, and I genuinely wanted to like this movie. I, I'm not somebody who goes into a movie like, fuck movies. Like, I'm uh-huh. not that person. I genuinely I like, hate those people yeah. so much. It's just, it's like, it's like oh, impress me. I'm not yeah. that person. I like all sorts of, Ace Ventura 2 is pleased. one of my favorite movies, and it's yeah, such a dog shit time, movie. Spend my time to watch it. I want to be. Right, yeah, right, right. I, I want to be. Well, I'm sorry I, I made you guys watch a movie. You might have no, liked. believe yeah. me. <laughs> if I had picked, it would have been way worse. I would have picked like an intentionally bad movie. We've had people do that. Yeah. I'm up for it. There's I this whole them. wave of these type of kind of indie horror suspense ones. Uh, our friend Laurie Pomentary recommended one to me. It's a whole other movie, so I don't want to get into that one. But it had the same feel to me. Well, I just kept waiting. Was it it was called uh, called They Follow. It Follows? It Follows. I wanted to see it that. It Follows. Laurie loved like it. it. Laurie loved it. Uh-huh. I actually went to the theaters to see it. It was one of those movies where see it quick because it's, it's playing Friday and right. it's gone and by Saturday. It. Yeah, it's playing yeah, at yeah. two theaters. Is this the one with the car? Uh, it's... Something about dead people. If you touch, I don't even remember. All it right, was. Right. I, I can't. It was. It was. <laughs> I wish the people listening could see your face right now. Yeah. It's just scrunched up, shaking, yeah. like smiling but nodding no. I think I called. I think I called Laurie at like midnight and yelled at her voicemail. What the <laughs> fuck did you make me watch that bullshit? Wait, what is this for? fucking movie you had me watching? It's so fucking bad. <laughs> the dialogue was bullshit. Uh, will you at least give you me? You should that watch that one. Put that one on your list. I want to see it. It's on my list. Yeah. Will you at least give me this though? That okay? Maybe it sounded funny to you guys. I like the way that the these calls that uh, Wyatt was receiving. I like the, vo- the way the voice sounded. 
Uh, also that it became Mara and then it wasn't Mara. And then it became his ex-wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. That part I like because he questions her. But and he's di- like, I got a call. She's like, I don't know what you're right, talking about. Right, right, right. That but, was good. But the dialogue on it, I like what they were saying on that end. I thought the dialogue for like, the most part of the movie was pretty good. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I did. Oh, I I did I, like no, I said that earlier. That I, I thought s- you I didn't said, like the dialogue. Oh, okay. I just think there, I think there are moments of, I'm going to say moments of brilliance. I think there are moments where in the movie where. There really are. There's a couple moments where you're like, like when, you, when you find out that the self-help thing he's listening to is his wife now, that's such another layer of like, oh, this guy's fucked up. Yeah. And then, no, that, and that, I think that, that to me, I was like, it's like so, I thought that was so cool that like you, that moment of like turning the page and the awkwardness, I'm like, what is this? Like he just steals. And then I was like, oh, yeah. and then again, it's, it's like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. But then. There's <laughs> some cool, really cool story elements. Yeah, I think they have a lot of really cool story elements. I think that the people who played the characters didn't do that bad of a job. I just think there was too much of that. Would like, you see like the next movie this guy directed? Maybe with uh, some funding. Maybe with some funding. Uh, I would if he had another writer. <laughs> Ooh, okay. And that's uh, the, like first of all, I can't write a movie, so this is all right, like me. Right. No, I know this is totally us sitting on the. This couch is me, and being like, yeah. Oh, Monday morning quarterbacking this, but like yeah, yeah. I just feel, and it's his story. He told the story he wanted to tell. I just feel like there was so many for an hour and twelve minute movie. This you had to trim a lot of fat on this. I wonder if there was a lot of cuts to it, or if it was like this was everything we filmed, and it's all in the movie. God, That's I interesting. Hope. Yeah, what what was left out? I think yeah. he tried. I think he, he was like, I need to make this movie at least be this long, so that me it can get onto like a Netflix and people will watch it. Maybe you know. And then as a result, we have the scene where they're just walking doing judo, and we have the basketball scene, which really doesn't give away that much. It's mm, I disagree. I like the basketball scene. I like the judo scene, and especially I really liked when they just started nerding out and like drinking together that one no, the night. Nerd, that was very I thought, funny. Playing like an old childhood game. Yeah, the blob, the blobbies or whatever it was. That, that moment, got a good I actually, I did, I did chuckle when he was like, yeah. uh, so we going out. How and next scene, work? The next scene they're blobbing and they're yeah. hitting each other. I was like, that's pretty funny and how they have the song that they sing together. Like, right. song got like, annoying. Yeah, the song was really annoying. Um, especially at the point when he's in the bag and he's singing the song. Yeah. I'm like, you should just kill him now. You like, kill this motherfucker already, right? the fuck That was the weird part of that movie though was the, uh, Christian's backstory is more interesting to me than yeah. the schizophrenic. Yeah, and guy. they followed it from the story. Of the and they showed it, and you hear that you hear the constant narrative of the mm. the motivational mantra going yeah. on the whole time, and it really wasn't that relative to the movie. But I would have been more interested in that. I think I would like to know more about Christian's backstory. And the, right, and then the, the little prequel? reveal that it was his wife was his kind of yeah. When that guy revealed, coach. it was like oh, like that was I liked it. I enjoyed that part of it, yeah, right. but it wasn't a really uh, a necessary part of the movie. It was almost like it's another. There's another movie I like to see. I, yeah, yeah. I think it should be told from the story of Christian. I think that they picked the wrong guy to tell the story, the story about home. Christian uh, having his wife leave him after they have a miscarriage, and then he starts hitting the gym and <laughs> start no, being real like, dominating he, at his news. I just want to go on record. To find <laughs> I just want to go on record. Not not everybody who goes to the Jim is overcompensating for anything. Yeah. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> all right, Ziegler. <laughs> I'm the only one here who doesn't go to the gym. I don't think that. I don't think that. No, at all. I, I think I think that if it's been told from his perspective, and like maybe he was being more accepting, or he didn't notice his friend was being really weird because he's so in his own world trying to mm-hmm. get like ahead, and he doesn't realize he's being kind of an asshole at work, and he doesn't realize that like. Yeah, that was like upsetting to find out. Like, oh, people think this guy's an asshole. It's not just because a, he keeps cause especially because his boss seems to like him enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think and he's likable enough. He's annoying. We kind of know that guy, but like, like I said, he's not a bad person. And then you, everyone you worked with for the past seven years thinks you're an asshole. That's that's a that would hit you hard. Well, you know? the, even the thing where it's like he's misunderstood. He's trying to be sort of like. He could look at his friend and be like, he's just misunderstood. He's not crazy. He's misunderstood. And then it's right. like he starts realizing it. I think this sort of far more effective if it was coming from that point of view than it was of the crazy person who 
is outside. Like to me, maybe it, throw in a his wife left him because he was a, a pussy. You know, yeah, make yeah, that even another layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he didn't say that, like the doctor something happened or whatever. But I think that like the, I I even uh, it's hard because there's a lot of cool <laughs> moments with Wyatt and the phone. It just didn't all come together for you. Yeah, so but I think so basically away. we want to get rid of the whole guy with schizophrenia in this whole story. <laughs> <laughs> this no, eliminate that whole other story. Not me. I liked him. <laughs> to I me, liked I think it would be far more effective. If, like, the scene where he picks up the phone, goes outside, there's a whole entire deal. If they removed all that, and they literally just had him, like, wake up and look outside and, and see his friend on the phone. Yeah, that's but then a you real, don't get that cool voice. But that's the – it's a hard – because you want to hear – like, <laughs> that was that's the what I'm saying. Phone. is like movie I think, phone guy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool from the perspective of Christian. Uh-huh. They did it through Wyatt, which got me a lot of cool moments. But I also think that, like, at the end, Christian was probably the better story than Wyatt. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we got to wrap up. Don't listen to these two dummies. I watch this movie. This is good. Now, uh, I don't know. At this point, you've probably watched it, but uh, I think it's I think it's worth the view. I don't think anyone's going to change their minds. I'm going to stick with a stream it. You guys don't stream it. No, no. I no, say no. stream it. I, I'm. I first. Oh, you're going to give it a stream it. I now. think you should watch it. I oh, think okay. everyone should watch it. I just think that you That's should. That's fine. Live. We get lots of those. I get a lot of. I didn't like it, but it's worth a stream. I, I, I think every movie should be watched, every single one, no matter how good or how bad. So I think that every movie should be watched. I think life is short, and you should you should watch a lot of movies, but maybe curate a little bit. Mm-mm. And uh, thank you guys so much for being on today. Anything you want to plug? This should be going up this coming Wednesday. So, well, Dan Barry. Well, uh, I'm wrestling Friday in Queens next two weekends. So if it's next week, this goes up. It doesn't matter. Fantastic. I'll be there. But follow me on Twitter at the Dan Barry. There you go. And uh, I will be uh, headlining the Brokerage Comedy Club July second. What better thing to do on a sunny Fourth of July weekend? <laughs> <laughs> sit inside, sit in a comedy club. It's still bright out. Listen to me whine. There'll be there'll be, there'll be booze and air conditioning. So <laughs> That's go, right. go check that out. Follow these guys on Twitter and all uh, social media. Follow me on Twitter at Dennis Rooney Seven. Again, subscribe on iTunes to uh, Netflix Book Club. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please share with your friends, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Everybody, say goodbye. Goodbye. Take it deep. Goodbye. Take it deep.